This episode is brought to you by Eat Out at Home, an online course designed to help you master the basics of cooking. If you're ready to sharpen your skills in the kitchen and cook any recipe with confidence, Eat Out at Home has the guidance, tutorials, and tips you need to go from a good cook to a great one. To learn more and to register, visit eatoutathome.net. Hey, 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 welcome to Eat Out at Home, the podcast. This is the place for foodies who want to learn how to cook better, eat healthier, dine together, and enjoy some gourmet every day. I'm your host, Chef Evelyn, and on this podcast, I share with you my best chef secrets that I've learned from teaching thousands of people how to cook via online and in-person cooking classes, healthy eating workshops, and from my well-seasoned career in the culinary field. Listen, I've been cooking for over 20 years, so I know my way around the kitchen. If you're ready to spice things up in that department, then just consider me your secret ingredient. So if you're ready, sit back, relax, grab a snack, and let's dive right in. Hey, welcome back. So in today's episode, I want to talk about 10 ways to beat culinary burnout, because I know for most people, they are cooking more than they have ever cooked in their life. Now, for me, I'm going to be honest, it's about business as usual. You know, I've cooked as when I had a catering company, when I was a personal chef, when I was running a cooking school, you know, I was used to cooking five, six days a week, multiple meals a day. And even this is testing my willpower a little bit. So I've been seeing on social media that tons of people are like, I'm so tired of cooking, like, I just wanted to be over. For me, I was more so tired of washing dishes, but that's a whole nother story. And so I was like, you know, what are some things that I can share with you, you know, from my professional experience to keep you from experiencing that culinary burnout when we really do want to stay at home as much as possible, um, just for the safety of ourselves and others. So I thought, why not get into some of the things that I do that even though I love food, it doesn't mean that I can't get burnt out from cooking it. So let's just jump right in. So the first thing is that you got a meal plan. And I don't mean meal plan like, hey, you know, write out, you know, 30 days worth of meals. It's really just like an eating plan. What am I going to eat this week? Now, if you've taken uh, my Fun Food Academy, you know that there's a lot more things that go into a meal plan than just what you're going to eat. You know, you have to schedule different things. But in general, it's like, you know, when are you going to eat what and and fitting that into the schedule, right? And not trying to make that decision every day takes a lot of the stress and the overwhelm out of cooking. But if you're trying to decide every single day off the top of your head what you're going to eat, it's going to be exhausting. So what I recommend is sit down, take five minutes, right, at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, and go, here are the three or four things we're going to eat this week. Here are the five or six things we're going to eat this week, depending upon your family size, and stick to it, right? Like no crazy last minute changes, because that also can be very stressful. The second thing is to batch cook. Now, I know that some people are like, I am not about to be making a week's worth of meals at the beginning of the week. And I don't do that either. What I typically do 
is when I cook one meal, I cook another. Meaning if I'm making breakfast, I'll go ahead and cook dinner. The stove's already on, the oven's already on, I'm already going to have to wash dishes. And that gives me a break from having to cook every meal, prepare every meal, cooking every day. So I can go two to three days, not necessarily eating leftovers, but eating different food without having to cook every single day. So batch cooking or um, is a really great thing to do. And I really love to do it like on Friday. So I'll cook my meals for the weekend enough to kind of take me through the end of the day on the on Monday. And I, that is a bigger cook, but that way I can enjoy the entire weekend. There's different food for me to choose from in the fridge, right? Like I don't have to think about it and I can just relax my weekend as if life was um, back to normal. So the third thing is very the cooking method. You know, if you're making everything on the stovetop, if you got to boil this and pan fry this and saute this, like that's a lot of attending to the stove. I have meals that everything can go in the oven, right? If you're into a slow cooker, you can do that. You know, I'm definitely into half the meal can go in the oven, half the meal can go on the stovetop, um, things like that. So very the cooking method, grill it because also part of the culinary burnout is just, are things starting to taste the same? You know what I mean? Are you eating the same thing over and over again, right? So vary the method, you know, make it easy. You know, I have some meals that literally take two steps, right? Like, you know, I think a common one, if you're from the Midwest, right, is like spaghetti. Like I brown the meat and season it and put the sauce in it and I boil the pasta and it's done. I don't want to do it a lot, but I do have things in my arsenal that are like no brainer quick, like they can be going while I'm doing the dishes or sweeping the floor or whatever else I'm doing. Okay. Now, the fourth thing that um, will really help with culinary burnout is something I like to call the graze method. So maybe you're not into batch cooking, right? Maybe you're just like, I'm not going to do it. But what I've done before is I just cook up a whole bunch of lots of individual things and chop them up. So for example, maybe I'll cook some brown rice or maybe I'll cook some broccoli and then maybe I'll chop up some onion and some other toppings and maybe I'll, you know, cook some chicken or some um, ground turkey or something like that or some potatoes. And I'll have all of these different, you know, cooked elements, you know, boiled eggs, um, you know, maybe a salad blend or something like that. I'll make a salad dressing and I have all these different elements in my fridge. And what I can do is I can put together bowls of, you know, like I just kind of like to call them dinner bowls. Some people call them Buddha bowls, but I can put together these different combinations because I've got different dressings or different sauces and different toppings. And instead of me having to cook every day, I, I can create these little bowls. Also, it doesn't feel like I'm eating the same thing over and over again because I can change what I put in the bowls and it feels like something new every time, right? So there's food cooked in the fridge. You cook a couple of different things at one time. You put it in your containers. You put it in the fridge and you can mix and match essentially. And that's what the graze method is, right? So the next thing is give yourself a break. Like, listen, if you need to order something out, okay, order something out, like take a break. You know, you don't want that to be your default setting. You don't want to be at home seven days a week and ordering out three. Okay. That's not the goal, but it's like, if you've been cooking and you've been on, you know, a two and a half week spree and you're like, I just need a break, take a break. Nobody's going to judge you. 
The next thing that really, listen, I know this is going to sound kind of odd about culinary burnout, but I can tell you from my professional experience, this is why a lot of people are experiencing culinary burnout. You need to sharpen your knives because if your knives are not sharp, your sharp, your prep time to get meals on the table is long and it's probably frustrating and it's not enjoyable. Listen, nothing helps you move faster through a kitchen than a sharp knife. And that long metal steel rod that you only pull out during the holidays does not sharpen your knife. That's a honing tool. If you've taken my eat out at home course, we start right off from the top with knife skills, right? Walking you through how to keep your knife sharp, the difference between honing and sharpening your knife, what kind of knife you need, how to store them, all that kind of stuff. But if you have the capacity to get your knife sharpened or to sharpen them yourself, then you need to do it. Okay, it's going to save you so much time, right? And th- and this is like a bonus tip. It's also about having the right tools for the right job. Like you've got to have decent tools to to execute properly. You know, one of the things I talk about in Eat Out at Home is that part of the science of cooking is the tools that you apply. And if you're trying to cut your grass with a pair of kindergarten scissors, like it's going to be a completely different experience than if you're trying to cut your grass with a riding lawnmower. So make sure that you sharpen your knife. Make sure that you have quality tools. And if you want to know the tools that I use in my kitchen, you can go to chefevelyn.com forward slash tools and you can click on all the links and it'll take you right to the tools that I use in my own kitchen. Okay. So the next point that will help you beat culinary burnout is to master basic cooking techniques, okay? Because you can you can manipulate them and use them to your advantage when you know what they are to make mealtime go faster, to change flavors. Like if you're like me, I eat a lot of chicken. There's only so many things you can do with chicken before you get burnt out. And so if you don't know how to vary cooking techniques and things like that, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to be over it. And you're just going to be like, let me just run up in this drive through real quick. <laughs> and if your goal is to eat out at home, then you have to master the basic cooking techniques. You know, that's what my eat out at home course is all about. It's like helping you master the basics of cooking so you can go from being a pretty good cook to a great cook. And I think what a lot of people don't know is that there's only so many cooking techniques. There's only so many ways to apply heat to food. There's only so many elements of flavor. And that is the science, the time, the temperature, the tools, right? But how you put those things together is the art of cooking. And the reason why you may be experiencing culinary burnout because maybe you're got on the same recipes on repeat. Okay. And it, you, you know, you're, you don't have the skills necessarily to venture out. Right. And so listen, if you need some support or you're like, you know, I do all right, but I'm ready to go to the next level. And you really want to master techniques and not just, Oh, I know how to season food. Well, then, uh, go over to eat out at home.net and check out the course. Okay. So that brings me to my next point, which is let go of recipes. Like, listen, if you are, if you are like 
dependent on recipes is going to be frustrating because that adds an element of work every time you go in the kitchen. What cookbook am I going to use? What recipe am I going to use? Do I have the ingredients that they call for? I've got to read every single step to execute the recipe. Like that's just like a full-time job and nobody has time for that. Okay. So if you're like, you know what, I want to be able to glance at something and kind of make it work, then that's why you need to master the basics. And so a lot of times if you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you know, I post things all the time. And if it's not a baking recipe, also known as a formula, there's probably not a recipe to it. Now, inside my Eat Out at Home course, I do give you recipes to get you started with all of the cooking classes and the cooking tutorials, right? There's over 50-something recipes in there and 15 hours worth of cooking instruction on video. But that's to get you started and help you demonstrate the technique. But the recipe is the basis, it's the inspiration, it's the jumping off point. My rule of thumb is the first time I make something, unless it's something super simple, um, then I'll follow the recipe exactly as it reads the first time. The next time, it's a suggestion, right? So, um, and then I can put my own skill on it, but that's because I have the confidence to pretty much cook anything that I want because I know cooking. Um, I have mastered the basics of cooking techniques. So number 10 and this is really, really important, is to have what I call emergency meals. And listen, if you know me, if you've taken the Fun Food Academy, you know I'm not a huge fan of prepackaged processed foods. But I do believe in having a few things on hand in your freezer that are kind of like, I can heat this and eat this, right? So, you know, whether it's some chicken strips or some pre-cooked chicken or some um, veggies that you can just throw in the oven and you don't have to chop up. Like I am a fan of having some things that you can just heat and eat because there are going to be those days that despite your best intentions of meal planning or grazing or you batch cooked or ordering out or whatever, you're just not in the mood. And so having those emergency meals on hand really come in handy. I know sometimes I've had all the best intentions of cooking something. Everything's defrosted. Everything's in the fridge ready to go. And the day just got away from me. And then it's like six thirty, seven o'clock. And well, I'm not about to bust out three pots and pans and cook. So it's a heat and eat emergency meal. And keep those on hand. Learn your patterns. You don't want to make that your way of life, but you definitely want to have something to lean on. So Jump on over to Instagram and let me know, like, what are some things that you're doing to beat culinary burnout? And uh, make sure you enroll in Eat Out at Home if you're ready to go from being a good cook to a great cook and you want to make anything that you see with confidence. Um, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to ChefEvelyn.com and join the Inside Dish. That's the place where you and I can stay connected and where I can send you culinary inspiration, occasional recipes, and some food for thought. And if you're curious about what I'm cooking in between episodes, then follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook for some more delicious behind the scenes. Don't forget to jump on over to iTunes and leave a review. And remember, it's absolutely okay to enjoy some gourmet every day. I'll see you next time.